Experience Milwaukee is presented by Visit Milwaukee, our city's award-winning convention and visitors bureau. Show music is provided by Milwaukee's own Nooski. And now, let's get into the show. Hello, Milwaukee! Hey, Adam. Hey, Steve. Milwaukee is fun-loving. Up and coming. A rising star. And now, let's get into the episode. Uh, Joe. Steve, great to have you with us. How are you? Hey, we appreciate you being here today. Uh, First of all, thank you for the tour. It was incredible. My pleasure. It's, it's, um, as someone who has kind of been here only a couple times, but, you know, just, I go to one spot in the club, and so I've been to the lounge and to a conference room. I didn't know the kind of the breadth of what is available here, but... For our listeners, um, first of all, you know, if you can give your role here, that'd be awesome. Sure, it's my pleasure. What you ensure happens here day to day. And then what's the high level, you know, uh, purpose, but also the kind of the functionality and the experience here? Yeah, again, Steve, we're thrilled to have you uh, joining us here at the Milwaukee Athletic Club. The opportunity in a 140-year-old club celebrating its birthday, founded in 1882, it's 140th birthday in 2022. So cool. Has uh, just been a, an outstanding opportunity to celebrate our members. We exist to serve our members. Uh, we play, I think, a, a great role in this community uh, as a place to come downtown and be your hub for the downtown experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, as its name would suggest, the Milwaukee Athletic Club uh, focused on both social and athletics. Uh, and over the years, uh, has had thousands of member families uh, as the leaders and influencers of Milwaukee. Um, so we've had the recent opportunity uh, to go under a full renovation. Uh, we closed uh, New Year's Eve of 2018. We reopened New Year's Eve of 2021 after three years. Um, uh, as what a it, way to do it, too. Oh, my. Yeah. You know, as you think of COVID, and nobody saw that coming, obviously, yeah. uh, it added a year to construction and wow. all the drama that came with it. Yeah. Uh, but to be under the knife, so to speak, during that uh, yeah. allowed us really an opportunity to rethink the vision uh, and what the members would be looking for upon reopening. Yeah. So you've, I can give you a, we'll sort of paint the picture for your listeners. Uh, we're a downtown property here in the Arts and Theater District, uh, block Love off it. the Milwaukee River. Um, uh, we're two blocks from the Fister, and privileged in my run. Uh, and you had asked, I'm the chief operating officer here, so yeah. we just try to keep everything going and on track. Um, hire some of the best service and hospitality professionals available in the market uh, and deliver an experience for our members and our guests, uh, the opportunity to come and feel like you connected with something in Milwaukee that was bigger than just being downtown one night. Mm -hmm. So that membership experience starts on the 13th floor. Uh, We've got a beautiful restaurant. Uh, We have an opportunity today on the show. I think you've got Chef Tom uh, to talk about, you know, we're thrilled to have him. He'll never say it. I'm going to argue he's the best chef in the state. Uh, We stole him after five years up at the American Club. And to have a five diamond guy uh, in a club experience is phenomenal. His creativity uh, and his team he's put together uh, really give us a a unique selling proposition that sets us apart uh, from a lot of clubs uh, across the nation where we lead with our food. Yeah, uh, and we can. And the social experience, uh, you have a chance to talk to Leslie today, uh, one of our food and beverage managers. She's got a, an outstanding partnership uh, with Tim, our food and beverage director, the rest of the team, the opportunity to create 
social programming, uh, and whether it's the January mocktails, whether it's a cocktail program, we, sure. just, we just got a lot of fun. So it all starts on that 13th floor. There's an outdoor terrace that overlooks the city, a couple of fire pits. Uh, members just have a, a great time connecting. And when, uh, again, you can lead with your food and beverage programming and let it be about the membership experience and who you're sitting with. Uh, we don't want to say we take the food and beverage for granted here. Uh, we spend a lot of time so that members actually can. And just right. make it about themselves. Yeah. So coming off the 13th floor, you go down, uh, floors 12, uh, 11, 10, 9, 8. Uh, we have 50 apartments in the building. Uh, I think two are available for lease in case somebody's looking for there a downtown place. Come let us know. Uh, we have 50 apartments uh, and then six hotel rooms. And so we have our members stay, uh, their families from out of town, reciprocal members from other clubs across the country. Uh, and those six rooms are open to the public as well. So you can always call the club uh, and see if we've got a room available, if it's a tight date in the city or you're looking for uh, access into uh, what we believe one of the better service experiences in town. Uh, we go down into floors five, six, and seven within the club, which are our athletics floors. Um, it's a million dollars of athletics equipment. It's some of the best trainers in the city. Looks amazing too. Uh, yeah. If you're a member here, you've got over 20 hours of complimentary classes included in your monthly membership fees. Uh, and so whether that's yoga for you, whether that's a, a hit training class, uh, whether you want to be on spin bikes, whether you want personal training, small group class, uh, it really is a spot where we've, uh, there's a reason, uh, Milwaukee's our first name and athletics our middle name. Yeah. Uh, and it just fits in this program. And it's, it was, it felt really approachable. It didn't feel like you need to be at a certain level to jump into the fitness area. It's wide open. It's bright. It's welcoming. It, it seemed really just for anyone. Well, we appreciate that. We spent a lot of time and effort on making sure that everybody feels comfortable. You know, the old club world and there were men's athletics separate from women's and there were separate doors. And if you go right. over hundreds of years of history in clubs across the nation, uh, there's some really good historical things to keep in clubs. And there's some things to let be in the rearview mirror in clubs. Uh, and so one of the things here, uh, just that approachability, the authenticity of everything that we're doing mm -hmm. uh, is really part of the intentional programming. So we appreciate you noticing. Yeah. And you know what? As you walked uh, around with me and, and you were showing me things, in the lounge, what I noticed, everyone had a smile on their face. Everyone yeah. wants to be here yeah, and hang out. It, it is, a, again, the private club world is optional. And you can come and stay if you feel comfortable, mm -hmm. and you go and stop paying dues if you don't feel comfortable. Yeah. And so we spend a lot of time. So uh, no subscription, no... Can, yeah, you've got a membership, yeah. and yet, but you're not required. Yeah. It's, it's a month-to-month -month program after an initial wow. initiation fee. Yeah. You're not signing in a 10-year contract. And yeah. It's a, it, we earn it with every experience. Sure. And the great part about a membership club is membership here is through referral and invitation from other members. And so people bring people they mm -hmm. want to be around. Right. And which is kind of neat. So you see, um, just finishing our sort of verbal tour of the building, five, six, seven are athletics, floors three and four, um, a ballroom for 300 people, a ballroom for 200 people, mm -hmm. a ballroom for 100 people, or anything less than that. Sure. Gives you a sense of wedding, special event, business meeting, uh, family celebration. Um, so all of those things are in this building and open to the public. So you don't need to have a, yeah. a member connection into those third and fourth floor. And blank slates. You can, you can configure those rooms any way you want. And you've got in-house catering with Chef Tom and his team. So all of a sudden we're back to that five diamond chef. Perfect. Uh, so we're sitting on the third floor here in the elephant room. 
uh, open to the public Wednesday through Saturday. Folks are welcome to come on in 4 p.m. to 10 p.m. and literally get a taste of the Mac uh, and see what you like. Right next door behind us here is our signature elephant suites. Uh, Nick, our on-site golf pro, yeah. um, is a great guy. And whether that's a kid's birthday party, and you know, he's taught... Uh, 1,500 kids through the first T program and teaching responsibility and timeliness and how to be a young man and woman growing up and through the vehicle of golf. So we're right. thrilled to have our Mac Families program uh, talk about that with golf or swim lessons here on site. You mentioned the second floor club lounge. That's a great spot for, again, come down after a workout, fill up your Yeti on the way out, get coffee, water, hang out, meet friends, take your first meeting. Uh, we've got Mac Kids here as a kids drop-off program where parents can come for a workout, uh, go in and have dinner, go out, uh, meet a friend. Uh, and so you, you really have it all. And we finish in that lower level with the pool. Uh, three lap or three lanes, 20 meters, salt water, uh, no chlorine burn, no smell, an yeah. 86 degree uh, ambient temperature, 84 degree yeah. water. Yeah. And right now you were sitting here with 20 degree wind chills outside. Yeah, it's cold out. I know where you're going after this. Right. Uh, jump right in. Um, you know, it's interesting. You mentioned Hub. This really can be the spot where you, you know, you can stay here all day and you're, one, you're not going to get bored. Two, you're going to be able to accomplish everything you need to in your day. The interesting thing to me is you can come in and out as you need to as you're moving about the city. For more remote type of people like myself, it's interesting to have this base, home base here, to be able to move around the city quite easily. Yeah, we've got a ton of members who, uh, whether it's Lake Country or Pewaukee, Waukesha, that work downtown. Uh, now with the hybrid work environment, mm-hmm. we've got folks who are coming down using the club lounge Taking as meetings. their co-working lounge for their meetings. Zoom uh, or in person. Separate, yep, yeah. separate boardrooms here. Again, you've got the food and beverage here. We literally talk uh, being able to come park downtown, um, eat here, go to the bar here, and then take one of our two member shuttles over to the Bucks game or the Marquette game, and we'll come pick you up after. Yeah. And so we have the arts and athletic shuttles uh, designed for people to make this their hub downtown uh, and then just park in one spot. Let traffic clear out, go back and sit at your club. Chat with yeah. friends and enjoy your time. You are making downtown easier. We're trying to actually be part, you know, there are some clubs, uh, in, in certainly in our city and others, and your club is where you hide from the city, and you come in and you cocoon away, and sure. you, you sort of have this uh, spot that it's just us and my small group. Mm-hmm. Uh, this club's actually meant to be come in here and now impact the city. And so we've gotten a tremendous diversity in membership. Um, we've had over 500 members join last year alone. Wow. Um, and as we talked earlier on the tour, we had 40 members join in December. The youngest was 20. The oldest was 96. And the programming in it, uh, in our 500 members that joined last year, over half were women. Uh, you've got people of color finding a spot in the city, being able to be included in a conversation that traditionally uh, the private club world just hasn't found a way to crack that code. Right. Uh, and it's neat because it's not us doing it as the folks working here. It's our members. Yeah. And our members are deciding that joining with people like me includes every leader in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. And it's no longer that traditional member. Mm-hmm. It's people who want to be part of this great downtown. Yeah. And Milwaukee reflects a wonderful diversity, uh, whether men, women, all different races, gender, yeah. programming. Yeah. This is that spot that really has started to become uh, kind of a neat little bastion for that to start. And you feel it. In the city. You feel it here. I mean, there's, it's, a, it's Leslie... I uh, was talking about the balance in, in, a, in, a, in a perfect cocktail, right? Or a, 
those traditional that you can you can take a spin or twist on. Mm-hmm. And really, what I've noticed here today is you've got the baseline kind of history of this building or these rooms, but then you walk around and you see the injection of sort of the new identity of the city that's blending with the club in terms of visual, like the Milwaukee flag and the basketball court, things like that. And then you have the people who, to me, are reflecting what the city looks like today. It, and it's true in both our members and our team members. Yes. And so it's a neat thing where we're able to look at, uh, again, Milwaukee as a city, and we should reflect the city we're in the heart, heart of. of. Right, yeah. And so it should feel that way when you walk through the club lounge. You should feel welcome as you walk in, and our mm-hmm. team members should feel welcome. And it's in the multiple languages that are spoken. It's in the neighborhoods that our teams are coming from. Mm-hmm. And we're promoting from within again and again. Yeah. And when you get a guy like Chef Tom who comes in and says, again, his environment, his most recent role as you talk about that American club spot, that's uh, nine different restaurants, it's 600 employees, it's a $60 million business. He's here with 60 employees and a $4 million business. He's here because he wants to teach somebody how to poach an egg. Yeah. He doesn't want to sit in a meeting. And so you're in the environment where people have a passion for the individual role, and it's not for just growing bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah, It's the focus on being better, yeah. being more consistent, and giving our members a place to be proud of. And I felt like he, in particular with Tom, he, I sensed he enjoyed the um, line of sight to how what he's doing has an impact. Yeah, the size of this building, uh, and it's the same for all of us in the leadership roles, you can touch every spot in this building every day, and you can do it three and four times a day. It's a small enough footprint where you get to put, and again, Chef does a great job of it, or our food and beverage team throughout, our athletics team, get into our membership team. Uh, We have Thomas and Steph who would love to talk to your listeners about membership. Yeah, Uh, People who've not traditionally thought of themselves as a private club member uh, are some of the most fun ones to take a tour with because as you and I talked about earlier neither one of us grew up in a club environment right. that wouldn't have been an economic future for us that sure. we ever saw in our lives uh, and yet we sit here this where you get a private city club that's more like leasing a car than buying a luxury car mm-hmm. it's a much more affordable thing uh, and as we were taking the tour of the noon lunch ball upstairs and basketball you're watching folks who are in banking or commercial real estate or attorneys and doctors who are 40, 50, and 60 years old playing basketball with folks who are 22, 24, 26, just starting fresh out of school. Just getting their start. And nobody's talking business. No. Uh, and yet you're meeting people, and doors open when you don't think they're going to. Mm-hmm. And so we have a program here where you can network, you can never solicit. And sure. so within the club, no one's going to hand you their business card. Sure. You can ask for someone. Uh-huh. You can be in a conversation with someone who's coming up. Uh, and we have a tremendous transfer of knowledge from our members mm-hmm. who've got something to say. Uh, and it also works in a reverse mentoring way where some of our older members are learning from the younger ones coming up. And so that exchange and transfer of knowledge across the generations right. is one of the most unique elements of membership here. That's so cool. Leslie. Welcome. How are you? Thank you. I'm great. How are you? Awesome. Uh, what What is this magic stuff you have in front of me here? You've got like a bottle, you've got a couple of pours, you've got a mocktail, uh, water, which I heard is good for you, but I don't know about that. Um, what What is all this? 
Uh, so to start off, we've got Dirty Helen, which is from Milwaukee's own Great Lakes Distillery. Uh, yeah. They make a ton of wonderful products. And they absolutely do. we were fortunate enough to be able to select our own barrel. Uh, so we have, we have this delicious, absolutely amazing barrel strength bourbon. Bottle that, number 57. Yes. Of your very own... Our very own. Yes. MAC exclusive. So we are in the beautiful elephant room. Do I have that correct? Yes. This is like cool meets speakeasy meets approachable uh, kind of vibe where you can come in, get a drink. You can sit off to the side and watch. You can dig up to the front of the bar and you can get your cocktails or your mocktails or whatever you want. Mostly you're hanging out with friends. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. So do you run all of this in this room or everything in the club? Or what is exactly your role here? So I'm a food and beverage manager, technically okay. speaking. Yeah. Um, I'm essentially a bar manager, floor manager, buyer. I do, you do everything. I do everything. Yeah. I make the menus if for it, both of the bars. beverage or food. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, cool. So I do the cocktail menus at both bars, and I do all of our ordering for liquor, wine, beer. Nice. Um, and so you've I, got all the connects. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna be good friends for a long time now. All right. Yeah. Glad cool. to hear. Cool. So you, yes, you make sure everything's yes. the way um, uh, members mm-hmm. enjoy and and expect and want and mm-hmm. desire, and you make sure it's all happening. So. Part of that included, I heard, for dry January, for those who partake in that. Absolutely. You came up with like a suite of mocktails. Yeah. Uh, So we had several different offerings. Uh, We had a smoky margarita type drink. We had golden milk latte, Uh which was like a turmeric ginger coconut milk based drink that was served hot. And here in front of you, we have... The Mac Rose, which is a sort of playoff of a Jack Rose, if you're okay. familiar with the classic cocktail. I'm um, not, but I, I, I yes. So a Jack it. Rose traditionally is Applejack, Grenadine, and lemon. Okay. Um, so it's a like citrusy, slightly fruity, but also like packs a little bit of punch yeah. kind of cocktail. Yeah. Um, and so we tied this all in with our very own city. Uh, we're using reishi citrus green tea, uh-huh. some pomegranate, lemon, nice. and it's it's just a really beautiful and refreshing drink um, nice. for any time of the day. So when you are making mocktails or cocktails that are more signature to the club or the space, where does your inspiration come from? Like, are you looking at just twists on classics or new or... Or are these things that, like, you wake up in the middle of the night and you're like, oh, I have a vision. I'm, I need to make this right now. Um, because if it's that, I'm ready for taste testing anytime. Yeah. I will call you as soon as that <laughs> happens. That's, that's sometimes how it happens. But more often than not, it's, uh, it's a twist on a classic because really nothing, nothing beats the, the originals. They're, yeah. they're around for hundreds of years for, for a, a reason. reason. Right. They're balanced and wonderful and they have staying power yes. so so, so we th- take inspiration from those cool cool cool. so this is again remind me uh so that's reishi citrus green tea pomegranate yeah. and lemon oh my gosh it's fantastic thank you this it's like it, it's not overly sweet no 
It's got good, like you said, good balance, and it's like you can sit and sip for as long as you want. And you don't feel like you're missing out, whether it's a replacement for alcohol or pacing yourself with right. a fun drink in between. Right. And it's not too high in sugar. It's it's really well balanced. And it looks beautiful, too. Mm-hmm. So you feel like you're... Yes. Um, in recent conversations around mocktails and dry January, part of it is like, hey, I want to feel like I have something that everyone else is kind of absolutely as well. So, so uh, cool. So Are we going to try that? Or who's trying that? There's, sure two, there's two pours here. Uh, I'm going to try some for sure. I think we can. All right. Uh, so keep in mind, this is barrel proof. It is 61.1% alcohol by volume. That doesn't scare me at all. So it, it packs some punch. It's, yes. It's got some really nice malt quality to it. So okay. it's uh, not in the like smoky peaty sense, but it's sort of a, a scotch drinker's drier bourbon. It's not oh. quite as sweet as some... Like heavier on the corn or wheat bourbons oh, can sure. be. So I think it's friendly to rye drinkers as well. So you can really taste the barley. And with that, you get like caramel and pecan. And yes. Some like beautiful nutty notes on the top. And then like grassier undertones, yes. I think. And I'm always bad at articulating that, but you are dead on. Yeah, it's, it's just there, a, Do you get a smokiness at all to it or not? A little bit. It's get, uh, it's like an underlying... Oh, it's so delicious. The mash bill having so much balance in it, not being too heavy on any one grain, I think really uh, really ties in together all the flavors where some bourbons lean really heavily one way or really right. heavily another way. Right. So and, what was the process? Because this is, this is like the club's pick, right? Or yes. Your pick, maybe even? So yeah. not my personal pick, you? Yeah. but... Yeah. Uh, so Tim, who is our F&B director, yeah. and then another one of our food and beverage managers also involved. Um, oh, sweet. So we went and tasted at Great Lakes Distillery, and from all of the samples that we tried, this was the barrel that everyone enjoyed most. So are these going, these bottles going into cocktails? Are they being sold? Like, how does all that work? So we're selling them and pouring them. So you can order a pour of it. You can order a cocktail with it. Uh, We don't have it on our menu presently um, because we purchased it after our last menu was released. Sure. sure. Um, And it was a smaller barrel. So we have these for sale and you can order it at the bar anytime. All right. Well, hey, this was awesome. I appreciate everything. Thank you for jumping on with me real quick. Thank you. This was so much fun. Cool. Tom, what's up? Hey, how you doing? Nice to see you. This is awesome. Uh, we are in the elephant room still. I don't think we're going to leave this room because it's like pretty it. amazing. I like it. Um, tell us a bit about your role here, what you do, and how that all works out. Yeah, so I actually um, started before we reopened um, in part of the kitchen redesign and some of that planning and some menu writing and things like that. And then when we opened on New Year's Eve of, what was it, 2021, it was uh, full steam ahead. What a day to open. Yeah, how about it? No pressure, hey? <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Don't mess anything up. Right. Make it perfect. Um, so what? Uh, what's kind of the experience around food here and in the club? Yeah, it's pretty. So we just finished our first year, and I think the first year was really about you know understanding what our members really want. And sure. um, I think that that was the most important lesson learned. We started up on the roof with um, you know three different menus: breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And which um, is beautiful. Up there. Yeah, it was beautiful. Beautiful yeah. spot. And I think that we, uh, for the most part, we 
hit it on the head with with the majority of our menu items. I think we learned and tweaked along the way and sure. got some some more some of the greatest hits and some of the traditional items that the uh, past club had had. So um, when I walked into this building, uh, you know, when it was under construction, it was the first time I'd ever been in here. So I didn't really oh, have wow. a whole lot of um, baseline to go context, on, and it was yeah. yeah. So it was kind of a blank slate for me, and, and we got pretty close, and we're getting closer, you know, day by day. And every menu that we that we write is, uh, I think, a little bit better, and maybe a little more variety, and has a little bit more intrigue or some compelling items. But also, again, I think this is the place where the greatest hits are gonna are gonna play, and yeah, you know. So, food on the rooftop. Yes, indeed. There's another floor with food. Was that the yeah, so we have on the fourth floor is our actually our really big kitchen. It's the banquet or production kitchen, which is where we do a lot of the prep for the for the rooftop restaurant. But we also okay. have, you know, a number of um, banquet spaces and okay. a big wedding, like a grand ballroom. Oh, that we right, have right, right, Big right. weddings and uh, big meetings and Christmas parties and things like that. Yeah. So um, all of the food for those items come off of the fourth floor kitchen, which is a, it's a big is one of the biggest kitchens I ever walked into. That's cool. Um, so yeah, so we and, and and we have food delivered kind of all over the place. We can we have on our second floor we have a club lounge where we have a, that's what i was thinking too right? yeah yeah we, we have a the, the salad bar here at the mac uh, was a thing uh-huh. and continues to be a thing it will always be a thing, it will always be a thing yeah. apparently so it's it's currently living in the club lounge um and it's been popular since we reinstated it probably halfway through last year it's one of those things that uh, we learned pretty quick that this is something that's important yeah so we stood it up and it's it's uh, lives there now and and may live there forever and then in here in the elephant room can you get food? You can. Here? Yeah, yeah, you can get food from uh, the roof restaurant. So we'll bring it down. Uh, it's a couple floors above us here, but we have. Uh, it's connected to our to our register, so we'll know when orders come in and where sure. they go, and uh, we just bring it down when it's ready. It's interesting that, um, and you said it, you know, in that you you know, all right, we made we made the menus, but then we're getting feedback and input. I've noticed two things being here today. One is that you. The, everyone here is listening to how to make things better, and the other uh, the other thing that I think is even more important is there's no not really a no here. It's how do we make it happen? How can we figure it out? How do we problem solve? How do we be flexible enough to make sure everyone is experiencing this place in the best way? Well, you're nailing it. This is this you're singing the song of hospitality right there. We, Exa- we but hard to execute. Very hard. Yeah. yeah, it seems simple, but very hard. I think that um, the idea of listening uh-huh. is so vital to uh, listen to your customer, get to know your customer. You know, it can't be about me. We have a we have an incredible team here, both front and back of house. That yeah. we try to we try to check our egos at the door when we get uh-huh. here and uh, not make it about us, which helps us deliver. I think you know a, a, a very quality product and the more we listen i think the better we get and um no is not a word we like to say it's a uh what about this or can i can i interest you in that or will you try this instead of a no so that always i think plays well so besides the the salad bar that's you know got its notoriety here what's one thing a newbie has to try if they're going to eat something here. <laughs> oh gosh, uh, I don't know. You know, it's uh, uh, you know we do a kind of an interesting. I mean, it, it, most of the stuff again are pretty simple. This yeah. is not a complicated menu. It's not a complicated um, uh, set of members that are looking for something really outrageous. Sure. So we um, you know we make an interesting. I think our best seller right now is this. 
uh, fried chicken sandwich that's oh. got a bunch of different bacon and pimento cheese and oh, you know it just has four or five components Sounds amazing. that are all you know put together pretty good and yeah. it's one of our most popular ones we have I don't know if there, this is, it might sound strange, but I don't know if there is a must have or go to. Right. We, when we write menus, we want everything. We want you to want everything. Yes. We want you to look at it and say, I don't know what to pick because it all looks good. So um, if if somebody always comes in and orders the same thing, I don't think I'm doing my job. There you go. You got to give them, yeah. That's you gotta right. got to make it hard for them. Right. right. In a good way. Cool. Well, thank you for coming on. This was awesome. Are you going to try a little sip of that? Or yeah, well, yeah, we're in the alpha room, so I'm yeah. definitely going to have a little sip of the whiskey right. you've been si- sipping on here. Yeah, the Sturdy Helen is pretty good. <laughs> All right, thanks, All right, Steve. Thank you. I appreciate it. So how do people get connected? Uh, where do they find more information of just, you know, not even uh, uh, membership, but just what's happening here, how they can just even slowly get more involved and yeah, a, a great way to do it. Again, we're here in the elephant room. It's open to the public. You can just walk in and have a cocktail and get a sense of the feel. Uh, it's easy to hear somebody say it's approachable. You mm-hmm. want to feel it's approachable? Come to the elephant room. Yeah. That's the uh, number one spot I'd tell your listeners if you're not familiar with the building. Uh, the website certainly themacwi.com. Okay. So themacwi.com okay. gives you a sense of the offerings, the programming. Uh, you know, one of the unique things we launched just this month uh, were our Mac Makers programs. And we've got DJ Shauna from the Bucks and Chris Gilbert, who's been in this town teaching dance and being involved in the community. So uh, cool. Sam Ragani, who's in, uh, wonderful photographer, videographer. Jenna Cashew, who's joined as an author and writer. Previous uh, guest on the show, yeah. And she's a... Explore the 414. Loves the city. Yeah. Great book about, you know, just... 100 Things to Do in Milwaukee Before You Die. Just a wonderful uh, ambassador. And all four of them sort of reinventing what membership means in their mind, being included, uh, and really not as performers for the club. We're not looking to hire folks on Friday who go away and that's it. We're looking to have the creative class engaged in this club because that diversity of thought matters. And it matters whether, again, you're that traditional person who grew up and you're third generation. Uh, We talked uh, earlier on the tour in the Olympic ballroom with the parquet floors and the father-daughter dance is now the grandfather-granddaughter dance. And it is generation after generation that's wonderful. And mixing that with folks who are coming in saying, I never thought I could belong. Mm -hmm. And that truly is the secret sauce of finding a way. And again, diversity to us here is almost table stakes now Mm -hmm. in the city. It's really inclusion. You Mm -hmm. should feel welcome when you come in. Right. And it doesn't matter who you are. Right. And so when the affordability comes into play, again, that sort of lease payment, not buying a luxury car, enough to have $100,000 to walk in the door, mm-hmm. uh, you can get on our website, you can come talk to our membership folks, you can take a tour, learn more about the club and see if it matches. Because whether it's the social network, the athletic network, the co-working spot, you literally look at when you see what you're paying in three and four and five different things in town, and then you put the value proposition in one building, all of a sudden you say, I think I might want to know yeah. more about membership. It's easier at the than I thought. We want to be approachable. Uh, and again, we want people to feel included as you arrive. Yeah. Joe, thank you. This was awesome. We'll be back for sure. We appreciate you. All right. Thank you. Take care, Steve. Wish I could get psyched to go out at night. See my former friends